welcome to another episode of Father Daughter First Down. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. And here we bear all about the Chicago Bears. Unfortunately, we have to talk about a loss this week, but you know, let's get right into it. We're going to start with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go ahead, Joey. Okay, so the good, I found a lot of good in the way the Bears came out of uh, the tunnel in the first quarter. They hit the ground running, their defense got Green Bay off the field. We saw the Green Bay punter, which is much better than seeing Aaron Rodgers on the field. So um, the defense got the, the Packers offense off the field and, and our offense came on and had a sustained drive that led to a touchdown, which was really good. So the first quarter was really good. Unfortunately, most of the rest of the game was not so good. The bad is basically the rest of the game, um, namely how we just wore down. We, we, we came out of the second half only down three points and, and just had no real uh, sustained energy, passion, um, game plan, etc. The ugly for me continues to be uh, stupid penalties, uh, the, the unsportsmanlike conduct that allowed Green Bay to end up scoring a touchdown instead of a likely field goal and that is on uh, Super Mario, and we'll talk about that later. How about you, Maya? My good was Khalil Herbert. He's pretty much the only running back that we have right now. He's a rookie, and I think he, you know, he had really big shoes to fill, and he shined. We had a great run game that we established pretty much throughout the game. My bad would be um, our repetition from last season of having a poor third quarter. We were only down by three points to Green Bay uh, after the half. So I thought, you know, third quarter, we should be a lot more energized and, you know, hopefully our coaching staff gave a good pep talk in there, but we just looked weak and kind of asleep in the third quarter. And my ugly would definitely be the refs and some of their calls. I think they were wearing Packer jerseys under their uniforms. Yeah, some questionable calls there, especially some phantom holding calls that really hurt us at certain times where um, we could have had drives keep on going and uh, get down the field. But uh, no, I, the refs, refs were a little rough. Um, let's, let's talk about the offense yeah. in this game. We, we lost by 10 points. 14 points isn't going to win many football games, whether it's against the Green Bay Packers for sure, let alone most NFL teams. You have to score more points, and that continues the Bears basically are ranked last in almost every offensive category. I, I agree. I do think, though, that we had a good start to the game. I was shocked that we scored first. Super impressed by that. We just lost momentum. And, um, you know, we have a very clear established run game, but our passing game definitely needs improvement. Allen Robinson got the franchise tag this offseason, and he just did not seem to be connecting with Justin Fields on the passes, which I would like to see more of. Yeah, I'm wondering if our uh, what I'm seeing in a lot of the replays is our, our receivers overall are not getting great separation. And it, it's a combination of that and Justin Fields in his growing process, finding the receivers sooner. Uh, it, it seems to me that, the, that his clock in his head is not timed up right with the receivers and he needs to release the ball sooner um, when he feels that he's got to sense the rush faster this is not the big 10 this is the nfl and he's got to 
many times he's got to run and he should find the sideline or, or slide, but he's got to make decisions quicker. Let's talk about Justin Fields for a second. I think that he has proved in this game that he is not ready to be a starting NFL quarterback. I've seen improvement every week, but we have two quarterbacks who are not playing right now who are you know, good to go and good to be used. And I think that we need to protect and develop our future franchise quarterback a lot more before we just throw him out there in a game situation that I think he's clearly not ready for. Well, being ready and being the right guy to be out on the field are two different things. And I disagree with you because uh, the Bears have put a lot of stock in Justin Fields. He's a great athlete. That is known. And no, he may not be ready, but they have made the decision. He is the guy that's out there. Now they've got a... My concern with Justin Fields being out there is that they're going to stunt his growth because of the lack of confidence I have in the coaching staff uh, being able to, to, to draw plays that will make him successful in schemes for line blocking, for the pass blocking to make him successful. Uh, what I did like is that they used the tight end more this time and the fact that the run game is working uh, to a decent extent. Our, run, our running production is better than our passing production and you never see that in, right. in the NFL. So that's, that's sort of a flip-flop. And we have to use play action pass more if you have a successful run game. We have to use run pass option more and get him rolling out to his right or to his left. And if he doesn't see anything, he's got to make quicker decisions. Right. And if he, you know, is going to make those types of decisions, he should not be throwing the ball away in the end zone to Green Bay. Right. So that, yeah. you know, at that, that point in the game, although it, the end result was the same as if they would have punted, but you could sense that, that whether it was Fields himself personally or the team as a whole, sort of like that, that momentum that they had in that first quarter sort of got drained, I sensed, with that interception. Totally. At any interception, the momentum's going to get yeah. drained. And I said, I said in our talk last week, I, I really felt that the Bears had to play a perfect game. They had to win the turnover battle. And they had to score at least 24 points. Well, Green Bay is the one who scored 24 points. But if you're gonna if you're gonna win games in this league, you've got to score points. And the Bears right now are dead last in points scored. All right, let's get into the talk, defense. Let's talk about the defense. The defense, yes. You want to go first? Um, sure. I think that Aaron Rodgers had way too much time. There was a lack of pressure on him. There should have been way more sacks in this game. I mean, that's there, there's a reason why he got a running touchdown, because he had so much time. His blockers blocked for him, and our defense, they just weren't reading the plays correctly. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers gets the benefit of, of having um, the fact that he is who he is and what he's accomplished. I, I saw the same holding calls on Green Bay's side that weren't being called, that were being called on the Bears. So when you get back to, you know, talking about the officiating, I, you know, he, he, he gets the benefit of that, I believe. As great as he is, there was, there, there's holding almost on every play. It's just a matter of what the officials end up calling. You know, calling. he was going around saying that he owns the Bears. Do you think Not, he was the one owning the refs? I think is he, he paying the I, refs? I think he could say, yeah, but he's not going to say that. But we could say that. He could, you know, he could be. He owns the refs. He owns the Aaron, refs. Aaron Rodgers owns the refs. But 
Let's talk about that comment because that goes really, he, when he's saying that, he's saying it to the Bears defense, number one, because he scored on them so easily. He just walked in the end zone. He was in their face. I own you. He's saying it to the organization as a whole. He's saying it to the entire team, to the staff, and he's saying it to the fans in the city of Chicago. If I was an owner of the Bears, I'd be a little pissed off. I don't think they care. No. That being said, I wish Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears because maybe he would fire the staff because this ownership... We'll get into the ownership another okay. time, but the thing is is that Aaron Rodgers actually almost didn't play this season. I mean, all across the media this offseason, you know, he was complaining about management and everything. So, you know, maybe if he did invest in a, a team, he would he make could choose, all... Well, maybe he could help us if he owned us. But yeah. he does own us, and that's a fact. So the fans shouldn't be really... Well, the fans could be upset, but the Bears shouldn't be upset because they should keep him out of the end zone. All right. Yeah, and I think we should have blitzed more. I mean, that's my last note on that, is that we should have blitzed more. Getting back to the Aaron Rodgers comment, do you know that he is 22-5 and five against the Bears? Yes. He owns us. Yeah. So we should blitz. You know, the defense, the defense, as bad as the offense is, the defense isn't terrible. No. We, we are in the top 10 in most defensive rankings when it comes to uh, defensive rushing and, pa and passing and points allowed. So could the defense have been better? Um, were there missed tackles? Yes. And again, we need... Take, we need takeaways. We need fumbles. We need interceptions. The Bears have predicated their 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 team for the for for my lifetime. The defense has put the offense in position to be successful because of turnovers. It's always been the Bears' defense overall has helped their offense. And and really, although the Bears' defense may be ranked in in the top ten in the NFL, they're really not providing. A lot of opportunities for the offense which would only help the offense and, and that didn't happen this game also Khalil Mack was a superstar against Las Vegas and you even said last episode that he looked like his former Pro Bowl he did have self. a sack he did he have had a sack, one sack right, but early on there was I yeah. he just did not look as good as he did in Vegas and yes I know it's a different offensive line and everything but I, I I expect more from him. Right, and I don't know if he's playing hurt. You know, he's on the questionable list every week um, after games before the next week, as he is this week. Um, we're going to miss Robert Quinn, I believe, this week. He's on the COVID list. Um, so the Bears, um, and we're going to get into uh, this upcoming week's game shortly here, but I'm th this could go downhill really fast. You know, you're playing two Hall of Fame quarterbacks two weeks in a row. The Bears do not have an easy schedule, and uh, you know we're we're mired in mediocrity right now. But this can really, you know, it's it's when you're when you're a 500 team, it's a roller coaster. But this can go way way down right now, and and especially playing Tampa Bay, um, who has a top offense and a top defense, defending Super Bowl champion, the greatest quarterback of all time, and uh, yeah, it could get ugly. All right, so with that, let's get into Tampa Bay. I mean, we are playing Tampa Bay in their home stadium. Um, but the real thing is, is that 
people forget, we beat Tampa Bay last season. We did? We did. How did we beat them? We beat them. I think, um, you know, so we, had a, we had a different quarterback, and we had um, Tom Brady, I think, fell asleep or had a senior moment in the middle of the game thinking that it was oh, that's third right. down. That's right, but it was fourth down. And it was he, fourth down. He just wanted five downs is the bottom line. He knew it was fourth down. Yeah, but, you know, in, in Tom Brady's world, he usually gets whatever he wants. But, um, yeah, so let's get into the whole Tom Brady-Tampa Bay situation Tom Brady, we're this, this, this is going to be, this could be rough. I, I'm going to ask you, how do the Bears win this game? What, what do they need to do to win this game? Is it even possible? They are a 13 and a half. I think it's, not, it's at 12 and a half, but I've seen it as high as 13 and a half which that kind of spread is very rarely seen. Um, again, we have two to teams surprise the them. And this really all comes down to coaching and preparation is that Tom Brady and you know the rest of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they know our plays, they know what we're gonna do, they know that we're gonna run the ball. We have to get creative with our plays, which is a whole total coaching staff thing. I wish with the Green Bay game that, you know, instead of Pat O'Donnell punting the ball, he would have faked it and passed and we would have lived to see another down or even maybe gotten a touchdown out of a certain play. And I just think that we have to use our special teams more or have to have more creative trick. Yeah. But you know, you're you're not gonna win an entire you you can't be playing you know being trick doing trickery totally. the entire game i agree i mean do we bring out nick Foles? i mean he's he's had tom brady's number apparently what do you think of that you know i saw a meme on the internet before the season started and it was a schedule of the bears season and it said like the starting quarterbacks for what was it like week one through four was dalton and then you know, it, Justin. It had, a, it had a meme of. Yeah, well, it had like it. It was listed. It was Dalton's name for weeks one through four or whatever, and then weeks five and on was Fields, assuming that you know he would take over. But then for the Tampa Bay game, it was Foles in the middle. I mean, this what's is, a meme? We'll get into. Uh, I know it's what a not meme worth is. I was it. Just explaining checking. that to you, but to be honest, we need a veteran quarterback in this situation. You do not put a rookie you know, who is still developing and, you know, clearly not ready to face uh, Aaron Rodgers is definitely not going to be ready to face uh, Tom Brady. Also, Tom, well, a quarterback doesn't face another quarterback. I understand. That, but it's, there a, it's is, a team against a team. There is no way Tom Brady is going to let an Ohio State quarterback walk all over him and his team. But again, Tom Brady is playing the Bears' defense. He's not playing I understand that. Justin Fields. But this is Tom Brady we're talking right. about. And, you know, these Hall of Fame or future Hall of Fame quarterbacks are a whole different ballgame. And this is, I mean, last year we beat them. So they're also going to be, you know, hungry to beat us this year. Absolutely. And that's what makes us even another layer of, of – of um, toughness, toughness for the Bears. That was what what getting back to the the Green Bay game and what they have to do in this game too is that smash mouth football that they brought to Vegas. Maybe it's a road mentality. Maybe they can bring that to Tampa Bay. They got to hit them in the mouth. They got to play smash mouth football. 
it, it seemed like every time the Bears took a step forward in the Green Bay game, they took two or even three steps backwards, whether it was a stupid penalty or just a bad coaching decision or mismanaging the clock. It was always a good play and then two or three. It's sort of like my golf game. I hit a good shot and then I hit like two or three bad shots and I can't putt. So that's, that's sort of like the Bears game these days. It's a good... Uh comparison there to your golf game. I Thank like you. that. Thank you. Um, also, I want to keep in mind that we're playing Tampa Bay without Gronk. And um, Tom Brady has still been successful. He's got other receivers besides Gronk. So the defense really needs to do a better job of reading the plays. We're out Robert Quinn. I think we're out Hicks this week, too. Right, He's right. So the, so the defense is limping, um, even though they've done a good job. And if the, if the Bears can't make first downs and, and you know kill some clock and get some points on the board, this could be a really long afternoon and it could be very demoralizing. I mean you're you know like last week if you're if you got a Hall of Fame quarterback playing against a rookie, the disparity there is such that you can you have to play mistake free football and you have to sustain drives and as a coaching staff you have to design plays to make your offense successful. That is exactly why I think that Justin Fields should not play. Put he in will Dalton. Play. He's he will going play. to play. He's to going to play because they made the decision. They made a whole big statement about it. We, you know, threw our future in the draft away to get this player. But like just keep well, him. I keep think, him safe. Well, here, Tampa Bay has the number one rushing defense. So it could be hard for the Bears to get yards on the ground this week. So you may be seeing more of Justin Fields running for his life, but hopefully he's smart about it, and they design blocking schemes to give him the chance to at least get outside, get five yards, six yards here and there, and get out of bounds safely, and do some screen passes, some, some quick reads, and get the ball out of his hands. I think there's going to be more pass attempts made this game, because especially if the Bears are behind and if they stop the run based on their based on so far six weeks into the season and what uh, Tampa Bay has shown the NFL thus far. Yeah, I think you're being overly optimistic on... I'm not being optimistic. I think they're going to get killed. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to... What, what's your prediction for the game, score-wise? Uh, score-wise, I think it could be 10 to 30... Something. 30 something. Okay, I'm going to say yeah. 38 to 13. 13, that's an interesting score. 38 to 13. That's a, that's a big. I, I, I'm going to say that Tampa will cover this game. Absolutely. And um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I think I'm going to be holding my breath every time, you know, Justin Fields takes a snap at the ball because I just don't see this ending well for him. I mean, you saw how it was in Vegas, even with an extra lineman, Alex Bars put in to protect him, and he was, you know, lining up as a receiver. But um, right. they didn't do that much. Of yes, that, that was good. I was glad that they did but not. They do may that bring as it much. back. They, they may could. They it, might have they to bring may, it back. They may bring it back. Um, but I, I look forward to watching Justin Fields. He's an exciting athlete. He's he's um, he's growing, and you know what? Quarterbacks come into this league differently the high draft picks some of them have had the ability to sit on the bench and learn like an Aaron Rodgers from Brett Favre um, I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes had um, Smith 
had Smith, Alex Smith. Uh, they were on playoff teams, these guys. They had, they had successful teams. But then again, there's guys like Troy Aikman, I can think of, and Peyton Manning, who came into the league and they were thrown into the fire. They were on bad teams and they, they took their hits, but they, they learned in time. They weren't great out of the gate. They weren't throwing, you know, they, weren't, they, weren't, they were losing their rookie year, but they grew into the position. They were talented quarterbacks and they became future Hall of Famers. So I'm still, we, we cannot judge Justin Fields. He's just starting and, they, and the situation is, is that they, they have to play him and they should play him and hopefully he'll learn and he'll They don't have get to better. play him. They do not they don't have, have to, to play, play him. him. But they have to play him. They have to play him because they made this whole stink in the media about it. They don't have to do it. It's not about the media. It. Anyway. They've got, you I know. I disagree. They have one of Tom Brady's biggest nightmares sitting on the bench in Nick Foles. So I think at least suit Nick up instead of Dalton this week. We'll see. We'll see. And with that, Maya, I think we should. Um, we should any, wrap up. Any, okay. And uh, on the count of three. One, two, three, go Bears.